0: Ladies and gentlemen, you remember that time I was so angry with my father and my brother, I went down to Earth and I held the whole of New York City hostage with an alien army, tried to use the Mind Stone on Tony Stark, that didn't work, so I threw him off the building. I mean, let me tell you something wasn't tactical. I lost it. Sometimes our emotions get the better of us. For This is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it does get pretty pretty rough Sounds familiar <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah. familiar Cue, 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 cue That music
1: I don't know what we're yelling about We came, we saw, we kicked its ass I'm in, in
0: a Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it
1: if you're gonna build a time machine
2: into a
3: car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your
0: operating number?
3: Conversation anyway. We're
0: gonna Loud noises! Hello. Hi. Oh. Hello. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fully Academager.
1: And I'm the man the mischief maker. Music maker, we are the dreamers of dreams, and players of players. I'm Michael Lister,
0: <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums on
1: Mondays on a late night, but we won't be long.
0: <laughs> we'll try, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try two and a half hours, guys. Two and a half hours. We can, we can, we can, or else. <laughs> 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 Uh good times. We're getting old. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for joining us and tuning in. If you're you're watching or listening, we appreciate it as always. Uh, let's get right down to brass tacks, Fulia, my dear. Yes. What have you been watching? Uh
3: been only a few things this week. Um, been sort of trying to catch up on uh, some of the Doctor Who's. Uh, still still stuck on season two I've uh, been pretty busy <laughs> um, But I'm getting there I'm getting there um, ooh, What was the last episode I watched? Um, it was the two-parter In season two Where you, there was Satan In the pit um,
1: uh, Yeah, 42 And the devil in the pit
3: Yes, that one That's yeah. the one I've watched so far um, I'm pretty sure I'm getting close to the end Season two, mm. <laughs> we can only hope. I hope. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very slow in my watchings when it comes to you know shows like that. Um, so yeah, um, but I've, right now all I'm saying is I really enjoyed re-watching um, uh, Girl in the Fireplace. That was my favourite <laughs> in season two. It's a really good one um, with the creepy clockwork robots. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I want to see I want to see people do a cosplay of that. That's freaking amazing! Look, mm, that look,
0: that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Um, another thing I managed to finish watching is I binged through the rest of Young Sheldon season six. Nice. And I I finished that this week, um, and my gosh, they decided to end it in a on a bit of a sad note for season six. Really oh. like Yeah um, There was there, there was a There was a hurricane
0: <laughs> one,
3: one of family members House got Knocked out It's really sad That and is Sheldon was In Germany When Ooh. that happened <laughs> Oh mm. With his mum So yeah. They have no clue What happened Oh wow Unfortunately
1: so, Yeah So no longer in Kansas anymore Toto
3: No <laughs> Well, Texas. <laughs>
1: Texas, yeah, it's all the same. America all the same.
3: All the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, though, like that—that that final episode was just really like for a for a, for a comedy show. There's some drama in it that really hits you, um, and man, it made me cry. That last that last episode made me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Because then you realise the next thing is Big Bang Theory. It's like.
0: no (laughs) i'm pretty
3: sure i'm pretty sure they're coming back for a season seven um the way that they ended this season they're pretty sure they're coming back for the next season um but i just don't know when that's going to be um and then the last thing that i mentioned that i watched uh that i watched today uh is um a really short film by the name of the wonderful story of henry sugar on oh. Netflix oh. by Wes Anderson, yeah. yeah.
1: I watched that one too. Oh.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> it's really good. Um, uh, just I love the way that Wes Anderson frames his movies; they're yeah. absolutely awesome. And this one in particular has the actors narrating throughout the whole movie, mm. and the movie and the movie is only it's like less than forty minutes. Okay, it's it's a really short one, and I was like, I've got time. I'll watch this, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so good. They have the way they do the scene changes is really interesting. It's almost like it was done on stage for a theater. The way that they've mo- like set pieces moving, the way that you know thing like set pieces are coming down and moving up and being pushed in and out of of the camera um, camera frame, and uh, just the movement of everything. The Just the Wes Anderson style of this movie mm. is amazing. And I loved it. Um, and like the cast members, we had Betty DeCumberbatch, Dev Patel, Ralph, Fien- Ralph Fiennes, Ben Kinsley, you know, Richard Ayoade. Oh, my gosh. like wow. So good. So good. Um, and they're all narrating and doing their lines at the same time. And it just mm. it kind of and it's like they they're, they're kind of breaking the fourth wall, but then they're going back in. Then they're breaking the fourth wall and they come back in. And it's it was just really <laughs> mesmerizing.
1: A lot of asides <clears throat> and in camera like uh, scene changes.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's very,
1: very, mm. very memorizing.
3: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and it's just just the aesthetic of this whole piece was. Just brilliant! I loved it, and there's another there's another Wes Anderson short film um, that is on Netflix that with starring Ben of again, um, but I've forgotten the name of it. Uh, if I quickly look it up, I'm pretty sure it'll it'll it'll, it'll be on my watch list for sure. Yes. Um,
1: they're and, adaptations of Roald Dahl short stories.
3: Yeah, essentially, ah. yeah, that's what they yeah. are. So th- that's what this one was, that's um, cool. and and the second one. Um, and the second one that I'm about to mention is um, is more of a um, is a lot shorter actually. I think it's like 15 20 minutes. Um Oh my goodness. Where is it? Oh, Poison. It's called Poison. And oh. Yeah, and that's also Poison. on Netflix and it's 17 minutes long. Okay. Not long at all. Yeah. Also has uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Dev Patel. I'm I'm like, I'm pretty sure they've just reused the same cast (laughs) for this particular for for it. Have it all sort of, you know, go through this one. All right, let's go to the next one. Um, Mm. Yeah. So they were. So I haven't watched Poison yet, um, but I will get around to that one. But I did watch um, Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, and I highly recommend.
0: Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's on my list. It's on my list. Mm. I just haven't I haven't had the chance, had the time yet. But I'm really glad you watched it and you liked it.
3: Yeah, it's literally an, epi- an a drama episode. That's as long as it is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah. and easy. It's good.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. That's it. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's it. Wonderful. That's it. Thank you, Folia. Um, Michael, what have you been watching? Not much. Oh. <laughs>
1: Like, exactly not much. I mean, I could say what uh, I've been showing my kids, you know, a, a crap ton of bluey. Um, bluey. Uh, but we've been watching some uh, Angry Beavers as well. Like oh, my, yeah. Like, my son really... <laughs> he, he, know, he knows the theme song. He just dances to it. <laughs> yeah, I taught yeah. you yeah well. And <laughs> trying to get into Cat Dog, and mm. um, I didn't really... It's not really doing it for me as an adult. It's like, nah, I want to watch more Angry Beavers. I'm getting more (laughs) enjoyment in the Angry Beavers. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's more crafted, crafted good.
3: Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
1: Yeah, and of course, like bits of SpongeBob uh, and that. Mm. Um, uh, been catching up on my um, uh, Gen V. Uh, I'm up to the latest. And I've only seen like the first 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And that's going good. Mm. And I know the context of an exploding penis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. Um, and apparently that guy is in Supernatural. So you should he watch is. it um, uh, fully out and see his penis explode. No. <laughs> <Why
3: not?
0: laughs> yeah, it's like I said see him last in a week. Light. You'll never see. Yeah, you'll never look at. Jack, the same again. Mm. No, don't need, don't need it. Jack Mm -hmm. and his
1: Johnson. Jack and his Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, boy. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose that's basically it for me. It's uh, everything that we're going to talk about. Um, I watched an.
3: Yeah, I watched.
1: I suppose we can uh, talk, talk about only uh, only murders in 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 the carriage.
3: Yeah, I did watch that too. The final episode.
1: Yeah, the final episode. Called yeah. it.
3: <laughs> Same. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was happy for a big kiss. No. A big big smoochy kiss.
3: No, but I think you already <laughs> mentioned this last week.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you weren't here, and I no. Wanted, this is true. I wasn't here, and I wanted to <laughs> gloat and also gross you out with exploding <laughs> penises and mm, and sons, mm. sons and mothers kissing.
3: No, mm.
1: on the lips.
0: Mm. 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 Um, gross. Okay. Um, so is what? it only? Is there only only thrones in the building? Is it now? Is that what the only <laughs> thrones <laughs> the show is- No,
1: that's brother and sister. It's different.
2: <laughs> 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 Maybe.
0: Maybe you'll understand
3: um, when you watch it, Kendra. <laughs> yes, because
1: so yeah, you're gonna have to watch it quick because there's going to be another season. Yes. <laughs> anyway. That's basically it. I haven't really watched much Doctor Who. I'm still saving myself the season four until we're closer to the actual release date. And I will mention there's been a couple of um, drops of things about Doctor Who as well. Mm. And yeah. What about you, Kendall? While you're drinking? While well, drinking, no, no, no. <laughs> having my
0: cup of tea. Uh, yeah. Well, just <laughs> just to just to go off what you're saying, uh, my Doctor Who. I I did not really get a chance to watch much last week since we have recorded. I, I think I watched maybe three episodes. Because um, I am back at work and I'm busy and I'm there. Mm. No time. No
2: excuse.
0: I know. <laughs> You've had all this time. You full. Um. <laughs> full of a toque. Oh, of a- <laughs> wrong franchise. <Damn> it. <laughs> full of a toque. Great. Uh, love it. Um, yeah. So I've I've I'm I've seen. Well, I mean, you both know what I've watched because, guys you saw me reacting to it in the group chat, but, um, but yes, I saw uh, episode three of, of season three, with, uh, Gridlock. which, you know they go back to New Earth. Well, it's Martha's first time, but it, the Doctor goes back to New Earth, and, um, and yeah, the whole city seems to have you know. It, kind of i really like the way they revealed how it all happened but yeah like there's this traffic jam that's going to take years for you to get from one part of the you know country to the other or whatever like that was wow that was an interesting take on the future um but um but no i really liked how that episode developed um and the the face of Bo, oh my god I'm going to miss no. going to miss it I'm going to miss it that was yeah. really okay Oh, oh it comes back. I'm not saying a thing. Oh wow.
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: Less time travel, it's possible. Um Uh, eh. Yes. Anyway, that was a good episode and I and then I watched the the two parter um, Daleks in Manhattan and Oh what's the name of the sequel episode to it? Uh Daleks in Manhattan and
1: Human Human Shite.
0: Yes, human, human shot. Um. Anyway, basically, it's a two-parter. You know, set set in 1930, and um, the Daleks, the the that bloody cult of the four of them, uh, ended up trying the to come there. Yes, Scarrow. Um, they ended up sending um, yeah, yeah, set it well, taking over the Empire State Building and and um, experimenting because they're trying to uh, evolve and make themselves into. You know something more than them so they can survive and that was I I ah, that was that was that was cool I mean obviously my favorite part about the whole thing was that Andrew Garfield was in it um so I'll take that thank you very much um and the dude that played the um the leader of like the uh the homeless uh area mm. in the park was fucking Captain Panaka from Phantom Menace I was like, I know your face. I know your, you. You sound familiar. And then I looked him up. And I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. Random. So, style. a local
1: American that lives in lives in the UK. Lives in the
0: UK. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was really good two parter. And you know, seeing a Dalek uh, human hybrid was very interesting. So, um, but I, I really, I really liked how that all played out. It was very good. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, let's see. Well, yes, Gen V as well. I just watched the uh, latest episode of that. Caught up on that now, which is good. A twist I didn't entirely see coming, but probably should have seen coming. Um, excuse me. Oh, there's a twist. There's a twist. a twist. Yes, there's a, l- a, little, a little cheeky twist. Um, but yeah, it's just continuing to be a very fun show. Um, and then I went to the movies as well, and I saw um, The Creator. Which is the you know sci-fi movie that's playing at the moment, um, starring John David Washington and Gemma Chan, um, and yeah, it's uh, it's basically if it's a for me, I, if I tell want to tell people about it, it's like a cross between Terminator and District Nine, like it it just in terms of like the concepts and the the look of it and stuff, and yeah, like it's you know it's the it's. It, it has a lot of tropes that have been done before, but it was done in like a really interesting way. And I, um, uh, yes, Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One, um, Hans Zimmer does the score, so the music's really good. And the visual effects were done by ILM, so it looks amazing. It's a very visually beautiful movie. Um, and yeah, I would recommend people go go watch it, just just because it's an original sci-fi story, you know, and you don't really mm. see those being made very often uh on this kind of a scale but um it was really no franchise (laughs) no franchise here no sequel no 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 established canon Mm -hmm. what can we do i know it's a miracle it exists um yes did he did he,
1: (laughs) did he really direct rogue one
0: yeah oh yeah yeah fair cool um (laughs) fair cool his name's on the thing um (laughs) featuring alan smithy um no um anyway yeah so that's it's it's a good movie i like i liked what they did with it and um um like yeah it's kind of takes like i said takes the standard tropes that you see in these kinds of movies and kind of subverts them a little and alters them a little bit and yeah, it was, a, it was very timely because, you know, it's about AI taking over and, yeah, in the near future. So it's only set like 30, 40 years from now. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and then lastly, I will say before we move on, um, I watched the first episode of Rick and Morty season seven. Um, it came out Mine's today. Like already up to seven? Yeah, seven. Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, I... Yeah, it's going to
1: go for a hundred years. Hundred years, Morty.
0: <laughs> hundred years, Morty. Rick and Morty. Hundred years. Yes. Um, <laughs> my gosh. Um, it was a fun episode. There were some great gags. I was losing my mind. Uh, Hugh Jackman's in it. Um, Spoilers. He gets... <laughs> wow. He's playing himself. I won't say anything oh, else. Of course. But yeah. But it's uh, it's fantastic. I didn't realise it was actually him. Like I thought it was they've gotten some Aussie because I'm like, the accent sounds like it was legit Aussie accents. I was like, okay, I wonder who it's gonna be. And then it was actually him. I'm like, Oh <laughs> Yeah.
1: Nice. Well he was in Koala Man, so there's that's sort of true a crossover with
0: Crossover that. makes sense, yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, that was that was really fun. Um yeah, there was yeah. It was it was a good it was a good time. Um I won't say too much about it, but I just have to say, I am very impressed with the recasting. Very impressed. Um, I if you didn't know they'd been recast, you would, probably would not know. Like mm. it's the least jarring recasting I've ever experienced. Like they sound, mm. they Like the to be fair though, the, the episode you mostly with Rick. You're not. You don't. Know, Morty's only in at the start. Um, but you know you have other recurring characters that, you know, he must not be named, um, voiced in the episode. So, um, but, but to hear Rick with a new voice, it's the same. Like it's, they found someone who does it spot on. Like they did a really good job. So, um, yeah, I'm very happy and relieved. I'm like, okay, good. We can, we can still (laughs) enjoy this show. We can, we can, we don't have to be feeling problematic about it. It's fine. Um, so I would recommend people check it out. Um, it was, it was a fun episode. It's just a standalone, silly, crazy adventure. Um, and I, I liked it a lot. So. Bring it, Marty. 100 years on Michael's wall. Bring
1: 100 years. 100 years, Marty. <laughs> Marty. 100 years. Yes, I do the voice. I'm uncredited because I don't, want to get, I don't want to get hate on the internet.
0: <laughs> That's why you got rich all of a sudden, isn't it, Michael? Ghost actor.
1: <laughs> yes, I got. Uh, yeah, I'm so rich. I'm so rich. You're so rich. Got a, yeah, $600 water bill. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alrighty, alrighty, let's move on, uh, shall we? Because it's time for the week that Walls in the Nerdy News.
1: This is the news in Nerdy News. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now, the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: yes it's 90 news time and because yes wor-
1: brought to you brought to you with uh, AI voice
0: yeah <laughs> before it
1: was awful
0: yeah before, <laughs> before it was bad oh God uh, okay all right so mm. yes because the world sucks we have to talk about something very sad that happened uh, a few days ago. Um, so, uh, one of uh, Australia and New Zealand's most beloved comedians, Cal Wilson, passed away uh, at the age of only 53. Um, very, very shocking. Very, very shocking. Out of left field, what the hell. Uh, I, I, when she when it was announced, they didn't say exactly what happened, but apparently it was a, a very rare and aggressive form of cancer that just... Mm swept in fuck cancer yeah fuck cancer Mm. fuck it fuck it and it's rectum anyway um yeah so um she's definitely a comedian of our generation you know we i I, i'm sure i can speak for us all here and you know that you say that she was constantly in our sphere of like you know the comedy we consumed growing up um uh, you know, Skid House, of course. Like that's where I first, mm. that's where I first saw Cal. Um, and immediately was you know taken with her and her her comedic skills. She was a standout player in the cast of that show, um, and just everything else from like Good News Week to Spicks and Specks and just uh, st- the staples of Australian comedy. She was she was there, um, you know, and I you know was lucky to see her live a few times over the course of the last you know. Ten years or so, probably. Um, most recently, only a couple months ago. So, for me, hearing that she's gone was just quite. Yeah, it was quite a shock. It really took me. I mean, it took everyone by surprise, obviously. But yeah, I was just like, "Fuck, that person was there, and now they're not." Um, so it's just, yeah, it's really, really sad. But my God, what a, what a bright spark she was, and just so funny so funny so talented so witty so clever um had such a knack for everything comedy clearly and I just loved her zany personality and the way she expressed herself with you know the way she dressed the way she did her hair and everything like that um that portrait of her that you know obviously has been going going around um since her passing you know with the all the baubles and everything is just oh, ah yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. The so, Archibald. The yeah. Archibald one, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a beautiful painting. Um but yeah, I just ah yeah. Don't wanna get too emotional. But um but yeah, I'm it's very, very sad to see that she's she's left us way, way too soon. Um but yeah, she's gonna leave behind a very powerful and wonderful legacy of making so many people laugh. So thank you, Cal, for making us laugh. We will miss you. Um, Fulia, do you have any thoughts on the late, great and wonderful Cal Wilson?
3: Yeah, it was a, it was a big shock when I found out that she passed away, actually. Um, I didn't know what to say. I was like, well, hold on. No, no, this can't be true. And I had to look it up and, and the news was going around and I was like, oh no, this is, oh, such a sad day. Cal Wilson was... A hilarious comedian and the stories she would tell just made everybody cackle. Um I think I I was first introduced to her through the comedy festival. Um most mostly through you know how they have the, the big gala event at the yeah, start the of the gala festival? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um that's kinda where I first um came across her. Uh she's also been in the great debate. Um the great comedy debate, and that's always so much fun to watch um and then you know just any other sort of spot that she popped up in um I'm pretty sure she's and she's also been on um have you been paying attention mm-hmm. um and you know all those other amazing comedy um shows uh on on local t v uh, yeah, it's just big shock when I found out and then. Yeah, um, just hearing all of the people that she worked with putting out their own little tributes, um, you know, and how sad they they are because they've worked with her as well, especially. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's really, um, it's really sad. So definitely going to be missed. Mm,
0: yeah, that's for sure. Um, Michael, mm. Michael, your thoughts on on Cal Wilson?
1: Yeah, this was definitely a big bummer, and. 'Cause she just had a a lively personality and that's why and that's why she was also the uh, one of the last things was she was the host for uh, Australia's Bake Off. So um yeah, it's yeah, I'm the same. I first got introduced to her with like gala spots as well as Skit House as well. Always remembered the the first skit <laughs> that I saw her in where she uh, she uh, was at like a a house party and it's like oh oh you looking well i really like that bandana that he got It's like bandana oh sorry it's just my G-string riding up <laughs> put it back in the pants <laughs> yeah is that yeah um and also just um and constantly like she she knows she she knew like the um uh, the relationship that Australia has with New Zealand, and uh, one of the first things is, uh, is like I'm from that place that you like to call Australia, um, just like just like Russell Crowe, um, <laughs> and yes, I know I'm from New Zealand. I'll get this out of the way: sex, fashion shops, nipple.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I remember that. So, mm, oh god. Yeah, yeah, she. So, yeah, when when I was first like getting introduced to like comedy stuff and she was definitely like one, one of them uh doing the rounds and always, always enjoyed watching her spot spot every every year at the gala and everything she da- she did she was also in the first round of um uh have you been paying attention as well and mm. uh, yeah she had a very good spot where she was playing a very a dim-witted like uh, um presenter that, that had a, dare I say, maybe a questionable accent by now, but <laughs> who cares? Um, Wait, don't
3: you mean, um, don't you mean, thank God you're here?
1: Did I say that?
3: No, you said, have you, you said been paying attention?
1: attention? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Working dog, whatever. <laughs> 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 it's all the same thing. All, all, all Australians sound the same. Um, there you go. Um yeah, and should definitely be missed, and fuck cancer and all that. It's mm. way too young, way too young to go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not fair.
1: And yeah, she just leaves behind her husband and a little boy. Yeah, sucks, sucks, it sucks, it sucks.
0: It fucking sucks. Yeah, it really but the does.
1: videos will live forever.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Um, all right, let's let's move on to. Some other news that might lift the mood. Uh, this, this may be not so much. Um, we've, got some mar- <laughs> <laughs> we've got some Marvel news. Um, so, during the week, it was kind of reported that um, there's some big changes happening over at uh, Marvel Studios and in, in their TV department. Um, oh. Yes. Uh, specifically... Wouldn't be recent
1: t- events would have
0: happened. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Specifically, uh, with one major show, um, Daredevil Born Again, um, apparently, according to sources, they have actually sacked uh, the writers and the directors of that. Um, and they are uh, uh, rethinking, uh, re- you know, going, going through a creative restructure on it, because um, apparently... They either didn't think it was working or it wasn't going to work or it wasn't, like, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't understand what the hell's going on over there at the moment. But, yeah, apparently there's people saying that um, you don't see Daredevil. You don't see Matt Murdock in the suit until episode four, and apparently that's a problem. Like, okay, whatever. Um so yeah, so that's all changing around. Uh, another interesting thing I I read before that uh, Vincent D'Onofrio commented on this because obviously he's in it, and um, he said it's like this is they make a big deal out of shit like this, but this happens all the time. Shows and movies go through rewrites and and things mm. at different stages of the production, and it's totally fine. So we may be making mountains out of molehills, but um, but you know the way marvel has been lately it's uh yeah it's i suppose it's a it's newsworthy in that aspect but apparently they're going to be taking a whole focus on not just not just Daredevil and re redoing it but all their shows they're going to try and focus more on serialized stuff and not uh, limited series like not ones and duns anymore and mm. they're going to be hiring actual showrunners prop like proper legit yeah. showrunners show to actually do the show, write the pilot, create a show Bible. Uh, so there's a focus and there's a direction. Um, Cause apparently they weren't doing that, which I didn't realize. <laughs> Cause all the like behind the scenes stuff seemed to have like, you know, the main person, you have like one main person and even in the credits it'll say created by this person or whatever. And you just, I just always thought that was the showrunner, but apparently that's not exactly what it meant. Um, so yeah, so hopefully it leads to some good stuff, some good changes and, um, whatever footage they decide to keep or or not keep of Daredevil born again. Um, I guess we'll just get what we get. Um, there yeah. It was a bit of a question mark hanging over it anyway because it was like, well, why is this... Why are they doing 18 episodes of this as opposed to everything else that had, like, six episodes? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's good. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's good. But, yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, Fulia, what are your thoughts? Do you have any any anything Look, to say about this one?
3: I still haven't watched the netflix original series um when that came out uh now that i i mean i can watch it now if i really wanted to on disney plus but i still haven't gotten around to it so um for me it's uh hmm, i don't know but insane saying that what a time to sack writers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um a <laughs> little controversial don't <what'd> you think <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, look, if if it's because of creative differences and whatnot, then that's, I suppose, fair enough. But, like, it's just the timing of it all, too. Just a little bit, you know, Mm. I don't know. Out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't don't really have much of a, a thought about it myself. Um, but, Hopefully they can work it out and they can get something written up soon. yeah,
0: yeah. hopefully, now that you know mm. yeah the writers are back to work, so yeah mm. yes. Um, okay, Michael, what about you? how does how's this sitting with you?
1: Yeah, with the things going out where um they're now rejiggering everything to follow the lines of what Sagaforro sort of went through. Um. and now they actually are getting a showrunner because it seems like they just have up that sort of uh, ideal and they try to make like their television shows like their movies where ev- everything sort of is top-heavy of the creative side and then work, the- work their way down and not having really one single vision when it comes to a showrunner. Which every TV show has, except for streaming services where they try to make it more they try to make it more streamlined, but there's no creativity. Mm. And this explains a lot when it comes to Marvel TV shows <laughs> where because it definitely does feel like their shows are basically long movies just cut up into bits. And and now they are going back to what a TV show should be. It should be one single vision because a showrunner actually hires the writers. So that would explain why they scrapped all the writers that were on that thing and now they got mm. one showrunner to say, okay, um, I can go in and actually put all my stamps on because I know these particular writers or we get sort of new writers in uh, that can fix that can do like this sort of bits and pieces so it's going to be one one it's going to be one one vision one one uh show and show bibles and all that and and i'm happy that they're going to be doing that because that's what marvel tv shows were sort of suffering because they were like especially don't want to jump too far ahead but There's a bit in this Loki episode that felt like it needed a scene, and it seems like they didn't do it to actually explain what was going on, and it could have helped of actually having someone who's overarching thing, because... The the Loki things is like the first second season of, of a Marvel TV show, where they basically got some got another lot in to do it. I mean, I like what I I like what there there is so far, but you can definitely see there's a difference in storytelling. Yeah, and, and if you had like a showrunner that was on this show like, from start to finish, it would feel more connected instead of, like, this, like, Loki being the first Loki is, like, the first movie, and the second Loki is, like, the second movie, and it could be a different director or anything like that, so... Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Also, I was... I'll probably also mention that the writers are still on strike, and... The production is doing the same thing that they try to do with the writers of actually not giving in to their demands and not turning up to negotiations. And so the the the, the, writer, the actors' strike is probably going to still be around until maybe next year. Who knows, Who knows what's going to happen?
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so yeah so I'm happy that um Marvel Studios is doing t v properly now yeah and it does explain a lot why why it <laughs> definitely explains a lot about about um secret secret invasion
0: yeah just a time yep yeah Yeah, how
1: much of a dog's breakfast that was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Um, well, hopefully the changes will be for the better. I, I, I'm, I'm staying optimistic, but we'll see. We shall see. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's switch things off to something a little more cheery um because we've got some doctor who news to talk about some Michael's who news some who news who news some <laughs> <Who news. laughs> doctor who news <laughs> um so um during the week uh we uh, got our first listen to the uh official new theme for the uh 60th anniversary special for doctor who um and, you know, there's a whole video of a whole orchestra playing it. And um, I think it's fantastic. I mean, I'm sure you guys agree, but like it's, it's, it's really, really good. Like it's, you know, it's the traditional, it's what we know, but then there's a bit of extra flair in there and a bit of uh, oomph. A bit of oomph to it, a bit of epicness, a bit of grandiose sort of sounds going on. Um, yeah. It, 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 feels very appropriate um you know and you've got an acquire as well towards the end like yeah yeah I think it sounds great I can't wait to um to see it um like when it's you know or hear it when it's accompanying the the graphics of the the, the title sequence um when we get that so yeah because I I mean I don't know about you guys but I really liked the I liked the the um the flux theme, or I don't know if that was like the Jodie Whittaker theme. i like, it was a bit kind of, it was a little dubsteppy, but it was like, I don't know. It had like hmm. this sort of electronic feel to it that I, you know, it was very contemporary and it probably won't age well, but I thought it sounded cool, but this is like, this, it's nice to see that they've gone back to sort of, yeah, more of a classic sound, but added in some kind of flair. So I think, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Anyway, you guys are the 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 real fans. Fulia, what do you think?
3: <laughs> what do you I mean? What do you, think? you know, not re- not the real real fan, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't don't I'm,
1: don't paint yourself like that. You you're a new Whovian. I'm a new Whovian, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> new Whovian.
3: New Who-vians. Unite. Yes. <laughs> Whee. Um Yeah, no, the new Doctor Who theme is um it sounded really good. I um Watch the I watched the little short video of that and with the orchestra and yeah I really like it. Um, it's just it's it kind it's like it's like it sounds like a party almost you know. <laughs> it's it's kind of that that vibe I'm getting from <laughs> from the uh, from from the music and um, it's really cool and I, just being able to see the musicians all playing as well at the same time like they got to be a part of something big they got to be a they got to be in doctor who so they may not be in they may not be part of the actual run of it but they're actually just part of the music and that's still <sighs> that's still the whole uh you know being part of the show thing and it's just it's amazing as a musician specifically to be able to be part of something like this so um very very happy for them and it sounds amazing and i can't wait to see it all come together with the actual titles when we first start watching the new series Mm -hmm. new season coming up very exciting yes Mm. very
0: exciting stuff yes um michael what about you
1: Yes. Um very excited and it just sounds awesome. Um Murray Gold is the uh the uh what do you call him? Composer? composer? Orcus, orchestrator? Uh oh. composer. that's it. Um yeah, and he he's coming back cuz he did uh, the Russell T for the first first uh four four uh series. So uh, the stuff that you're hearing now Kendall uh, for the theme and everything in between is from from this guy. so oh, cool definitely ha- definitely has the sort of same sort of feel to it uh, and just and just choirs in it as well. it's just awesome and I just love that bridge like every time and yeah tear to the eyes like oh my god <laughs> I love Doctor Who and this is hitting me so well. I love it I love it so much and uh, there's also different themes for uh, for the uh, um, 15th Doctor uh, his own sort of theme and also the Companions theme as well that they did for this like listening party sort of thing and it was on like the BBC radio thing Uh, and also uh, all three showrunners were there to celebrate the fact, so you got Russell T, you got Stephen Moffat, and also um, uh, Chris uh, uh, Chippnall as well. So they're all they're all there saying, "Yeah, Doctor Who celebration." Nice. <laughs> all Doctor Who is valid, no matter what you say.
0: Yep. Excellent. Why don't you retcon
1: everything that Chippnall did? It's like no, <laughs> because as Hoovians, we choose to ignore some bits. For instance. The Doctor was uh, half-human in the Paul McGann movie. It's never been mentioned ever since. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we, um, yeah, so with Doctor Who, it's choose your own adventure and choose your own canon because everything is canon and everything is not canon. So mm. it doesn't matter. That's why I love this series so much. It's pretty much, uh, it's pretty much a game of telephone. It's like, ah, yeah, whatever um a little bit of a um, controversial stuff has happened with doctor who uh it within the couple of days uh with the um everything uh all the episodes of doctor who is coming coming to uh, iPlayer but maybe not the first episode because oh. the um original writer for that there, uh is no longer with us but their son, he's a, he's a bit of an opportunist and he's claiming and actually taking the BBC to court and saying, hey, you can't use it without my permission and give me money and all that. It's like, okay. And also because my dad wrote the first story, you can't use the word TARDIS because he invented the TARDIS. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, Doctor Who's um, oh, copyright no. is a bit... W- Bit weird because it's uh, contractual um, things. So basically, the person who writes it owns the th- owns it.
0: Owns the thing. Uh, yeah.
1: With with the classical series, uh, like the like the reason why um, Russell T. Davis uh, created the Time Wall is because mm, the Daleks' um, copyright was up in the air if they could use Daleks or not
0: oh okay
1: because the because the terry nation estate actually owns the the um dalek copyright and the bbc sort of uh lends uh helps uh, they lend them the copyright and everything so it it was still up in the air if they were if they could use the daleks or not so wow the same as for like different companions as well as well as canine and all different elements and yeah um it will be interesting on what happens with this court case if it does go to trial or whatever so who knows maybe the doctor doesn't have to is not going to have a TARDIS Is the worst case scenario which i highly doubt because people have come out and uh, who have been on the set from 1963 where it's like no it wasn't your dad that invented the TARDIS it was uh, Verity Lambert who was the producer for Doctor Who who actually wrote that wrote that bits in because Mm. it was an overarching thing otherwise you can claim it's like well I own Doctor Who now because my dad wrote the first episode it's like no you can't do that because you're a piece of crap and and a lot of people have pointed out it's like well You did say that your father will be turning in his grave because they uh, hired a black man to play Doctor Who. It's like, ah, those are your true colours. Okay.
0: (laughs) Good. But anyway, I love
1: Doctor Who and everything that that it comes with.
0: Yes. Yes. And we love you for it. Oh, my goodness. Um, I can't wait for the 60th. Anniversary special.
1: It's gonna be so exciting. Um The Celestial Toy Maker. Hey.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Well, he's gonna be called the Toy because Celestial Toy Maker was very <laughs> it's very hand in hand they're they're being racially insensitive because he was wearing like like uh Chinese garb and you can't really trust the Chinese in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> A lot of problematic stuff, but it was the 60s, after all.
0: (laughs) It was a problematic Mm. time. Mm. 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 Still is. Still is, yes, very much so. Uh, Let's move on to our final bit of news, shall we? Um, More TV-related, more British-related, because we finally now have release dates for the final season of The Crown. Oh my god. So it's getting split into two. Um, part one will be available on Netflix to stream on the 16th of November and part two will be out on the 14th of December. Um, they also dropped a, a, a poster um, that I uh, really, really like. Um, it's ominous as hell because it's just Diana sitting at the edge of this deck in that iconic swimsuit, and you know, the, the storm clouds are rolling in, people. They're rolling in. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a
1: wet, wet day, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh in boy. Paris. In Paris. All that. Yeah. All that rain. 1997. Yep. All that rain. Mm. Mm. Yes. any yeah. um, Anywho's it? Um, so I love the poster, I think it's great. Um, and yeah, and they also dropped a little teaser. Um, that was, it was just, you know, a release date announcement. It only had, um, a few seconds of new footage really, I suppose. I, I thought it was very clever how they did it, you know, bringing back Claire Foy and Olivia Coleman to, you know, you are hearing their dialogue, you you're hearing their voices, um, you know, the different generations of, of Queen Elizabeth that we've seen portrayed in the series. And then it ends with you know Imelda Staunton's version of of the Queen, and my God, did I have to do a double take when I saw <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> when I saw how they would made her look? I'm like, oh my God, she looks so much like her. It's so creepy, mm. but in like a great way. Like I just, but yeah. So I yeah, because you know, I think fully. I might I, maybe I was saying it to you yesterday, but it's like you know, she's this is the Queen Elizabeth we know like this is this yeah. is this is the queen that we grew up with um yep. you know her looking like still this still on our coins still on our coins and yes and everything that you know happened in the 90s and the 90s so um yeah yeah so i can i can't freaking wait it's yeah it was a great a great teaser i got chills and the poster gives you chills and oh my god it's coming out so soon one month until the final season begins um Fulia, I know you're excited. Tell me how excited you are. oh,
3: my goodness,
0: <laughs> I cannot
3: wait for this um after watching that little teaser trailer, um man, it just got me so hyped up for it again, and I'm like, ah oh, yes, can't wait to see more drama unfold <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, hmm. look i loved I love the fact that they added in um as like kinda of like voiceovers in a way of uh you know, from the Claire Foy to the um Oh my goodness, I'm already forgetting names. Olivia um, Coleman Olivia Coleman and then yeah, it's just the their little lines that they've had throughout the series just added in and then we see Imelda Staunton and he's just like, Oh, wow, she actually looks like her <laughs> it's so good but mm. also the fact that you there's you could see a lot of seriousness in her face um and so yeah that's where we're gonna be hit with a lot of of drama in this final season um and i just ah i can't wait i can't i need it i need it
0: <laughs> hell yeah yeah. Hell yeah. Uh Michael, what about what about you? How are you uh feeling about this?
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right, I guess. <laughs> uh, at least real life actually made an ending for it. Yes. So Yes, it did. I was joking, it's like wouldn't it be cool well, not cool, but wouldn't it be interesting if they actually got they made and they made her die at the end and then she died. And now that joke doesn't work anymore. I just look like an asshole. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Need need more assholes around. Hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Bit of a reality check. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so um I'm happy for people who enjoy this uh T V show. Um it's it's shot well, I have to admit. Mm. And yeah. It's uh people's um keeping up with the Kardashians. But it's more like keeping up with the Windsors. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> about, about as dramaful as as it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even they 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 sort of um they they, they lord over us. Anyway. Yep. Whatever.
0: <laughs> they sure do. Anyway. Anyway. Alright, well, with that note, we I we, I think we might move on to um the next segment in the show. Uh, yes. which sees us roll on up to the trailer park
1: rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had.
0: It's trailer park time and we've got some interesting ones to discuss today, starting with uh, a movie called The Iron Claw, um, based on a true story uh, about a very famous um, group of brothers um, from the Von Erich... Family. Um, in the 1980s, they basically seems that they were hugely influential in the, r- the wrestling industry. Um, yeah, I know nothing about them. So I'm really keen to watch this movie and learn something, um, about, you know, this part of the world. Um, I used to love watching wrestling when I was younger. Um, and I have a few friends that are still pretty, pretty into it. Um, which is cool, but um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's it looks, it looks really good. Like they, they pretty much showed us the whole movie almost in the trailer, but that's that didn't bother me too much. Um, and yeah, I mean Zac Efron looking tanked is all tankery. Just you know, very, very yeah, too too muscly for my liking, but it's okay. He's playing a wrestler. It's all right. Um, very swole. <laughs> very swall all of very swall very swall um yes and jeremy allen white from the bear of course um i i still haven't watched that um but i'm i'm keen to watch, watch him in this and get a taste it's of it's pretty good his i've watched the first season yeah I yeah i remember you talking about it mm.
1: um and he should be playing Wonka i'm sorry he looks exactly like Gene wilder
0: yeah 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 Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I love Timothy, but you're not entirely wrong. Um, and yeah, and then Harris Dickinson plays the the third brother. Um, I saw him in Triangle of Sadness uh, earlier this year. He was quite good in that um, as well. So yeah, it, it looks sort of like you're, you know, by the numbers, biopic, sort of true story thing i suppose so it's definitely got my money and it's produced by a24 so um you know that is also a big tick from me so yeah um i reckon i reckon it'll be a good one i don't really have too much to say about it but um but yeah i'm definitely gonna be checking it out so folio what did you think um
3: oh man i don't know No, I don't know if this is my kind of movie. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want to see big,
1: bulky men sweating and wrestling.
3: I'm, I'm not a wrestling fan, so this does You don't have really, to be a wrestling fan. It's it doesn't really interest me.
1: <laughs> seeing these Madonna's just... <laughs> <laughs>
3: look, yeah. Zach Avron looking really freaking jacked up. Kind of, I don't know. I don't like the look of it. To be honest, he doesn't look good muscular. He has to
1: walk sideways to get through doors.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, like this 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 guy would have had to have one hell of a training regime to look like that on a and a di- and diet as well. Mm-hmm. Like the diet and training he would have had to go through to be able to to look like that mm-hmm. would have been of, intense.
1: Yeah, a lot of rice and boiled and chicken. boiled chicken. <laughs> Wake up at three o'clock in the morning just to eat more chicken.
3: Yeah, chicken. It's kind of, kind of like, kind of like what Hugh Jackman's going through right now to become Wolverine again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at his age, mm, or even uh,
1: uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, being uh, Hulk Hogan. I think he's still doing that. I think speaking of wrestling, yeah,
0: maybe. Well,
3: yeah. really, it really depends on with with that though. Like he said that. Being Thor for Love and Thunder, the training he had to go through for that was intense. because yeah. that was like the biggest he's been. Yeah, yeah. He hopes he's never has to do that again. Because for him, it was very painful. Mm. Yeah,
1: um, you hear that, Marvel? Stop it!
3: <laughs> <yeah>. Stop it! <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have that's bloody mm. intense training. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular trailer just... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really. Doesn't really didn't really grab me in any kind of way so yeah, probably not going to see it
0: No, that's okay That's totally Mm. fine Michael, what did you think of this?
1: (laughs) I can't add too much because I'm not into wrestling I understand it it's pretty much a soap opera but with muscly men and women sometimes and it's a biopic that I'd known very little uh, but the period pieces are very, very good. You can see you can see it's very uh, 70s approaching 80s sort of aesthetic. And um, there's an audience out there for it. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them. So it's a pass from me, dog.
3: That's so okay. you're telling me to watch it, but you're the one who turns around and says, no, I'm not watching it either.
1: I thought that was your demographic. You like big men.
0: Excuse me. What are you trying to say?
1: You like the big men. I mean, I, I do can, not. I can see. I can see, a, I see. I see a guy behind you going. Oh, look at me! Whore. He's not
3: a. He's not a big guy. He's small.
1: Yeah, he's like a kid, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, in his later life, he's going to be oh ho, 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 my hero academia. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes out sometime. Actually yes. we can say say when it comes out because it's uh, a A24. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Because they're are, they're the Because they good... they the,
1: they're the good guys. That yes. Neon.
0: It's um <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Neon is another good one. Um no, it's the I think it's 22nd of um December it comes out in the states. So um probably around the same time, hope maybe for us. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Next. All right. Let's hit it with another true story. Um, this one is for a, an upcoming Netflix movie by the name of Pain Hustlers. Um, <laughs> I was I was looking forward to maybe watching this movie just because, like, it's got a very good cast. Um, like, you know, again, I love true story type movies. Um, but after this trailer, I'm just like, I might – I might give it a go. I also might not. So I'm just not. I wasn't sold by the trailer. I don't know for some reason, um, which is annoying because it's like, well, frickin' Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. If they can't sell me on a movie, then I don't. I don't really know what's going on here. Um, <laughs> but um, but Catherine O'Hara's is in it, um, and she's always fantastic. Um, and it's directed by David Yates, who did like you know half of the Harry Potter and all of the Fantastic Beast movies, so um, they've got a good director at the helm. Um, yeah, and yeah, it looks it looks interesting, but it, but it also I'm just like, what's what is this movie offering in the way of like you know what what haven't because there's a there's all there's a lot of movies and TV shows about like big farmer going bad and doing sh- shit like this like capitalism being you know well this one especially yeah.
1: 'Cause if you don't know the story behind this, this is basically the start of the opio opioids epidemic in America.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So this is sort of like a prequel to, to dope sick sort of thing. Or this is this is like the, the pharmaceutical sales focused story of of, do- of dope sick, I guess. Yeah. I'm guessing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well maybe that's maybe that's what it, it um will it'll bring different, I suppose. Um, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I might, I might watch it. I might watch it, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, couldn't Chris Evans and that that facial hair? I was like, this is my brain's having a moment. I'm like that. This should be a full beard. There's no full beard. There's just like a little little oh, thingy right here. And then, well, anyway, he's, he's Bane.
1: He's going to be Bane.
0: He's going to be Bane. Um, yes. going to be Bane, Bane, Bane. Anyway, um, now I'm just All rambling. So. Uh, Fulia, please tell tell us what you thought of the trailer for pain hustlers. Eh. <laughs> nope. mm. Another Wait. one that didn't get my
3: attention really. Yeah. Really?
1: You don't want to get frustrated by all these all these people who are actually banking on people suffering.
3: No. I'm good. Oh, okay.
1: You don't want to get frustrated and angry. It doesn't
3: it doesn't look interesting to me. Like it just I just I didn't really like The story doesn't really grab me in any way. Um, The trailer didn't sell me at all. So, uh, this is a miss from me. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Not even for Chris Evans? Everyone's favourite Chris? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, no. No dog, no.
0: (laughs) No dog. Um, Michael, what about you?
1: Yeah, nah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, I know of the story. I I don't feel like being pissed off.
0: <laughs>
1: I, 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 I want to watch stuff that's that's happy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and and speaking of Chris Evans and Netflix, uh there's there was a new um trailer for Scott Pilgrim that came out. Yeah, uh, there was. Yeah, so I might watch that.
0: Yeah. But not this. Yeah. Yeah, I think
1: they can. And I showed show my wife because she's a bit, because she likes Scott Pilgrim, and it's like, oh, it's like, oh my god, because they put um, uh, Mortal Kombat music in it. And it's like, oh, really? Yeah, that's Mortal Kombat music in it. It's like, yeah, because in the movie they they put uh Zelda stuff in it. Yeah, <laughs> when he goes to the toilet, it's the Great Fairy theme. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, nerds, and yeah, it's very. It, it, I'm more more looking forward to that than this and this comes out whatever yes it's netflix and netflix is is in my bad books <laughs>
0: yes netflix <laughs> what well, well, one
1: loves. of the people saying is like uh, the actors are saying hey can we have like a uh, 2% of the revenue of our stuff and it's like that's no no you can't do that no it's my money I don't don't know how Netflix is getting away with it because we don't show our numbers. It's like we could be losing money ever since we started. But uh, who
2: knows?
0: (laughs) Who knows? Indeed. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Our third and final trailer um, is probably the weirdest of the bunch. uh, And that is for an upcoming series called The Curse. Um starring Emma Stone um, so that has that has the tick I'm this one has me the most fascinated because I knew the premise going into watching the trailer just that it was about like you know this married couple that they they're hosts of a house flipping show and that you know that's but and everything is kind of a bit wonky or whatever or corrupt or something I don't know something bads going on didn't actually think that there might actually be a, a legitimate Real curse going on, um. Not that that's what this is. It could just be, you know, they think they're cursed, so they're everything bad is. They're just seeing everything that bad that happens to them as being actually bad, or part of a curse. Um. So yeah. So I'm I'm very curious. I probably like I I probably would watch this if I had Paramount Plus because it's going to be on Paramount Plus. So, god damn. Oh, Yeah. I got that.
1: You got that. So yeah, so only for the um. Uh, Nickelodeon stuff.
0: Yes, yes. I cannot afford another streaming service. Um, but um, but no. I'm curious, and you know Emma Stone doing TV again. So her first her first TV role since she did uh, Maniac with Jonah Hill on Netflix a couple of years ago. That was another interesting series. Um, yeah. I I kind of I yeah. I don't know if I ever have the means to watch this. I will. I think because uh, I'm very very curious as to what 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 it's all about and yeah and just emma stone definitely has my attention grabbed my attention better than um than emily blunt and chris evans did with the last trailer but that's okay um yeah this looks weird and crazy and funny and i um yeah i will watch it somehow some way i'll make it happen um fulia i am I'm guessing it's a no from you already, but I'm curious if you have a, an opinion on this trailer.
1: Is it a three strikes and out?
0: <laughs>
3: For this trailer park? Yes it is. Oh. <laughs> I just I couldn't I couldn't get into this one either. This one's just like it's got a sort of like a I don't know, like a really thriller sort of creepy vibe to it. Um not really not really that curious about it. Um yeah. Mm. I don't know this week's trailers kind of sucked for me. yeah, <laughs> not I, great. I, oh, yeah. I
0: didn't uh, didn't expect that when I when I picked them because they mm. were they were all trending and everything, and I was like, okay, let's check them out, but appara- eh. apparently I dropped the ball. Sorry guys. <laughs>
3: no no not your fault, not no, your fault. That's, it's that's fine. Hollywood's fault. It's Hollywood's fault. And They're we the problem. Blame Hollywood. There's, yes. there's not enough animation and family friendly stuff. I need more wholesome content.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> kind of wish every every time.
1: Kind
3: of... <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, Michael. Yeah.
0: Michael. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Your thoughts on the curse
1: I like the weird and wonderful And this does look intriguing um, Because Emma Stone Ever since getting the Oscar She's he's, he's picking Like very interesting And bizarre roles And this is mm. no no Exception um, And also Nathan Fielding uh, Sort of got intrigued Because he's Not known for doing like like a straight performance sort of thing it's always the off kilter sort of stuff that he does if you know, know his sort of stuff he's not really a comedian but he does very comedic sort of s- satirist uh documentary sort of, sort of stuff and and seeing him in this is like okay very interesting and and pairing him up with um uh, Emma Stone is also intriguing it's like you got you got this guy. It does weird, weird documentary satiristic stuff, but with an Oscar winner <laughs> co-star. Hmm. It's it's, an, it's it's an interesting pairing, and it's and I've got I've got Paramount Plus, so I might. It's a maybe.
0: It's a I'm maybe. Not all
1: the way. If um. If there's nothing else on, and uh, and I finish up Doctor Who, and I've, and, you know. Oh, I'm also watching Lower Decks as well, so that's also um, uh, Paramount Plus as well. So it's a maybe from me. So this is, this is yeah, so this is a maybe from me. Maybe,
0: maybe from you. Nice. Well, The Curse is going to be out at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when it does, you know, I'm not saying do anything illegal, but maybe. But maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <I> lo- <laughs> as a as a drop dead friend once said, "I love playing pirates."
0: <laughs> pirating Pirate, yeah. Okay, well, that's trailer park done, which means we only have one more thing left to do, and that means... Pirate? It's, it's time.
1: Time for pirates.
0: Time for pirates. For the segment. <laughs> Ooh. The section.
1: Oh, The
0: part. The, the place. The, s- the mm. thing, the spot. The All near. shindig and the show we like to call. Gun (laughs) culture
1: Yes. It's
0: popcorn culture time. It's popcorn culture time. That means we're here to talk about Loki
1: Of course. That sweet child of mine.
0: I'm trying to do the
1: theme from Loki.
3: It's similar. I, I got what
1: you were trying oh, to do. Oh, 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 sweet Loki of mine.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm annoyed he
1: doesn't die this week.
0: <laughs> Sucked in. Um.
1: <laughs> oh, but he's um, doppelgangers that he makes uh, disappear, so that's kind of a death. <laughs>
0: Grasping really. at straws. Yeah, he grasps ah, at straws. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, yes. Loki, Season 2, Episode 2, Breaking Bread. Um, yes. This was an interesting episode, to say the least. Um, yes. I kind of have to echo Mike's statements earlier of, you know, you can really feel... That there's some different, different, uh, you know, brains behind this one, um, you know, just in terms of the way it's all, it's all kind of going. I, I, I mean, I like the episode. I think I liked episode one more. Um, mm. Like episode one was was very nonstop entertaining and just and go 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 and um, like, ticking clock. Yeah, the the stakes were high and all this not that the stakes weren't high in this, but for some reason this episode just f- felt felt like something was missing. I don't know. It just it moved too fast in places and then it was very I don't know, it slowed down in others and I was just I don't know. I don't know about how you guys felt, but I'll ask you in a second. Um, but apart from that, like I, I enjoyed it. Like just again, it's just so nice to see um, Tom and Owen get to be you know, just bounce off each other and do it so very well. Um, and you know, the fact that we, you know, we go from seeing uh, Mobius interrogating Loki in the first season, and now we've got the two of them teaming up together to interrogate someone, and um, so that was kind of fun to watch. Um, X five. Yes. Um. So that was that was very cool. Um. And and yeah, like. Yeah, and then we got we got a lot more of of Sylvie um, this week too, which was cool. Um, you yeah, know what? I, I like her new hair. Yeah, it's an interesting haircut, isn't it? Yeah, I don't mm. mind it. I don't mind it. The Mo Malat. Yeah, yeah. It's it kind of it suits her, and I mm. I don't know if you notice her suit's a little different. Like some the the golden like yeah, it's kind of been like ripped out or cut out or something. So I. I that was intriguing. Um yeah. But no, I'm yeah. It was it was it was good. It was an interesting episode, it was good and it was nice to also see um Loki get to kind of I don't know, have a bit of fun. Um make a bit of mischief, um, in this in this episode. Um yeah, it was it was cool. Um Fulia, what did you make of this episode? I didn't mind it to be honest.
3: It was actually I, I kinda liked it. Um I love seeing the the Loki that we first came across sort of being portrayed in this episode where he's getting all intense and creepy <laughs> during the interrogation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, hello." Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it was um it was really good. I I I enjoyed it for what it was. Um they Probably not as much like action happening in this one, uh, apart from a, apart from the chase scene, um, but yeah, like it's actually yeah, it wasn't too bad. I like the dialogue that was happening throughout this particular episode too, um, and so it was um, very enjoyable. And then yeah, just seeing how the the conversation that you know sylvie and and loki had yeah towards the end yeah that kind of like was like oh sylvie just can't get over it and and she's she's stuck in the she's stuck in her ways right now um Mm. she can't trust she can't trust anyone anymore so yeah it's interesting
0: Hmm. yeah michael what did you think overall
1: yeah um like i've been saying before it definitely feels a lot different from the first one and it did caught me it did catch me off guard of oh okay this is inter- this is uh internally different okay uh, and it and by the end of it it, it I had to unpack it a bit more than the first one. When mm. I first wa- watched the first one, it's was like, oh, yes, I got it, straight away. And it's like, hmm, I need to sit down and think. Mm. <laughs> Is this good or not? <laughs> mm. But but overall, it was good. Um, a lot of more character work in this, especially with yeah. the sort of dialogues between, um, especially in, in that uh, break scene with the Kilon pie. Mm. Sort sort of thing between um, Morbius and, and Loki. How it was sort of uh, <laughs> <Mobius>. Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> <What? laughs> it's a made up name anyway. Um <laughs> and how it was sort of like a an opposite to the, the first uh first episode uh, first season mm. where um yeah, when um, they're talking about like the past for for Mobius, and and how how he's sort of where the it's like across talking with with uh, Loki as well. So that so their character growth is um, mm. is great, and those two are good. Uh, but I don't ship them together because that's weird. Because um, Loki's with Sylvia. Sylvie and I like and I do like the fact that they sort of, they s- <laughs> sort of have a wink and a nod of saying what sort of relationship is this? You yeah, <laughs> it's complicated.
0: Yeah, that was that was an interesting moment. I'm like, oh, they commented on the self-cess, right? Good. That's, well, it's they're aware, they're all aware of it and they normalised it. They made it fine because it's fine. It's we, okay. It's we sci- heard it's, we heard you. It's science fiction. Get over it. Um. Nice
1: they still sperms in law, anyway. Um.
0: <laughs> 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 yes. Um, yeah. So
1: overall, overall, um, bit of, bit of a step down from the previous, but I'm mm. enjoying where the, where it's going, and I do have yes. theories on where they're going to go next.
0: Yes, which we will get to very very shortly. Um, yes. Yeah, so I don't know if it was just me because maybe I immediately zoned out or they were talking too fast or it went too fast but did you guys feel like there was like we missed a trick with the beginning of the episode like there was a scene missing because it was all of a sudden like oh this is they're trying to find x5 because he's gone rogue or whatever um or like and they're trying to find Docs because she's doing this and it's like okay these two new characters that we met last week and now they've gone off supposedly looking for sylvie and all we see is that they're, they're taking all this artillery with them and, you know, it's cr- but, and then, yeah. And then the next episode, just, I don't know. It just felt like there was something missing. Cause like, I thought she was like, sort of like docs was supposed to be sort of in control of the TVA maybe, or like the, the, um, the, the woman from good omens that was in last mm. week's episode. I thought she was maybe in, in the, in control, but she wasn't even in this episode. So, because cause like you know, you're seeing kind of Hunter B fifteen sort of almost running things, Mobius is running things, and you know it, they didn't have to do any convincing of anyone to be like, let's, um, you know, let's try and protect these brand- new branches. Like, like that. I don't know. I felt like there was something missing. You know, to go from where we ended to go to the start of, like, you know, here's Loki and Mobius looking for X5, um, who is assimilated into his own life as this actor, Brad Wolf, which is a character from the comics. Um, You know, I mean, it was fun. I love that whole chase sequence. It was such a great way to open the show, uh, open the episode. But, yeah, I don't know. Fulia, did you think there was... You had to kind of do a bit of work in your mind to figure out what was going on or was it just I wasn't in the right headspace when I watched it maybe Uh, I
3: probably zoned out a little bit (laughs) but I am kind of with you in the sense that I was a bit confused as to why they were after Brad Mm. and then then I realized who he was and then I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Wasn't he supposed to be going after Sylvie? Why is he here living out like he's some Hollywood bestseller actor, mm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know? So I was a little confused on that front. And then when he was running away, when they were chasing him, I was like, oh, okay. All right. They need to get the information out of him. He must know something. Mm. Um, yeah. Like I was a bit confused about that. Um, but it didn't really, didn't really click that, you know, for me to think back from previous, from the previous episode to this one and sort of connect the dots, which I suppose there weren't really any connecting that we could do to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I was, um, yeah. Yeah. My 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 <laughs> mind wasn't all there when I was watching the episode. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's all right. Did you like Did you like the opening sequence? At least like seeing seeing Loki get to kind of use his powers a little bit, and you know them chasing after him and all of that stuff.
3: I missed seeing him use his powers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it was really nice to
3: see him do his little mischief making and hmm. his magic and all that sort of stuff and. Yeah, no, it was it was good to see him be his true Loki self, because you know we need to see that because that's who Loki is. Mm-hmm. Lo- Loki is the god of mischief, and we he's need not to completely see, useless. We need to see the magic yes. that he hmm. re- that he wields. So, um, yeah, it was good fun to at least see that sort of stuff happen again, and a mm. yeah, like just good good little reminder of what he's capable of.
0: Yes. <laughs> definitely definitely um yes. michael what about what about you did did you have a similar confusing experience to us or
1: yeah yeah i definitely it, it was definitely like um a, a weird change it was like hey why are we in the 70s and i didn't know there was a mission already and there was yeah no yeah connection that's why i was thinking maybe they needed to put in another scene yeah just to explain what was happening but uh, that's why you need a showrunner to sort that out. Yeah. And it, and it felt like, yeah, and I think there was one explanation and it was from Mobius uh, when he was... <laughs> it, it, it was like an 80-yard sort of explanation and for in one sentence. Yeah. And that's all you got. <laughs> more, please. Yes. Um, more explanation. um. But I did enjoy this this scene, and it was definitely shot beautifully. Mm. It they, it it may have been filmed in digital, but they definitely made it sort of more grainy to make it look f- like film, and it definitely mm. had that sort of seventies flair as well. So, and I I really enjoy like um, TV shows like this where like. Uh, when they can uh, take place in different sort of er- um, eras, and they can so- and they can sort of like show their show their muscle of um, yes, yeah, this is what the aesthetic looks like, and mm. it definitely lo- it definitely looks like it's a seventies thing, and yeah, it's it's beautiful to watch, and the chase scene is is awesome, um, definitely got your blood pumping in. And then that was basically it. Otherwise, the rest of it, it was just people talking in a room, uh, but with high stakes. So they mm. started out strong and ended fairly strong, but it was more more um, seeing the emotion in people's faces when stuff happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get to the the ending when we get there. Um, but yeah, you're right. Um yeah, well, um, they do obviously capture, um, I've forgotten his name, X5 already, Brad. Uh, Brad. Brad. Brad.
1: Yeah.
2: Fucking Brad.
0: Fucking Brad. Jesus, Brad. Um, gets to be, you know, taken back for some interrogation so they can figure out what the hell's going on. Where's General Docs and what's, what's she up to and where's Sylvie and all, you know, all this stuff trying to figure him out, trying to break Brad. Um, and he's just—he's <laughs> just very frustrating. Like, like I—I I don't like him at all. I mean, you know, you're not supposed mm. to like him, but he—he he really just like oh, like nah, I'm not into you. I mean, got under your skin. He got yeah. under my hair. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well played. Yeah. Well played for you. Maybe he, maybe he did. <laughs> maybe. You want
1: to? You want to Will Smith him? <laughs> like Waves did
0: yes that will fix, yeah. fix pretty everything. bit of box yes oh my gosh Um. yeah I, I did I did enjoy like Brad was the least entertaining part of the, the the scenes in the cell but um, I did enjoy the scenes just because it was I mean yeah it was a lot of dialogue but it was a lot of well like written dialogue I think like, inter- like inter- when you get down to like some of the you know these dialogue heavy scenes I think the the writing this is where it was at its best I think um you know and just seeing the way yeah like you said fully like Brad got under their skin Mobius and Loki um and yeah which is which kind of annoyed me just for the fact I'm like really you're gonna let that douchebag get to you like he (laughs) He wasn't even he, he felt so small potatoes to me. I'm like, how are you letting this dickhead who we we don't even like who there seems to be like a whole established thing but like he's a new character to us and it just I don't think the show's doing a very done a very good job with him so far in trying to like sell him to us as yeah. like oh he was there the whole time guys. Like that's I feel like that's what they're trying to do and it's not working. It's um, so like
1: when the hunter becomes the hunted. Yeah. And um I think they just explained in one sentence that well he interrogates other people so he might you know, swing that around as I interrogate you so. Yeah. And sort of like the uh, uh, and, uh and Hannibal Lecter sort of say. Quite yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except not that good. Um but, but yeah, my favorite, my favorite part was definitely, uh, um, the, well, two favorite parts. One, the moment where, you know, Loki, like, you know, is like, no, Brad, go on. Tell, tell me, tell me exactly how you, what, what, what you're thinking. What do you, what do you think of me and all that, you know, you get lasered on and, you know, um, Tom gets to do some really cool acting with his, you know, immaculate face um so i enjoy I enjoyed that um that was a really good scene and then but then like i really loved i think um the in the the scene with the where with the device in the box like getting him in i thought that was really clever i mean like it's been done that's kind of shit's been done before it's it's sort of you know take on good cop bad cop where like you know they make the prisoner think that oh shit's gone off the rails here, um, so it was no surprise <laughs> that obviously Mobius was in on that. Um, yeah. But
1: Loki takes off his badge and it's like yeah, put that back on,
0: put that yeah. <laughs> but I um, but I still really enjoyed it because it kind of they did a really good job of selling it not only to Brad but I think to the audience because you kind of really get the vibe that mate, what like what if like what what if Loki's sort of snapped in, in, in a way. Um, and is, like, willing to actually, you know, hurt this guy. Uh, even kill this guy, maybe. Because he won't give him yeah. the answers he wants.
1: Yeah, because remember, only, like, two weeks ago, he stabbed a guy in the eye socket.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and looked really happy about it when he did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the one... Th- that Seriously, though, that is the one thing that this show, I think, I will... Openly criticizes the fact that I feel like I feel like it is like I yeah they did a lot of character work with him in the first season, but now the more I see and the more I think about it, it feels like they've I don't know it it doesn't fully work when you when you think of it like that, Mike. Of like it literally has yeah. only been a couple of weeks since the Battle of fucking New York for this guy, this Loki. You know, he was recently tortured by Thanos. You know, um, and all, and, and 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 you know, killed Phil Coulson and countless others. Um, you know, and now he's, you know, he goes through a little bit of therapy, and suddenly he's, he tries to be good. Like it's just he's better now. He's better now, and I it works well enough. I think, like in season one, they did do a good job, but I just some like because during these moments where, like you see Loki go a little dark in the in this episode it was good but i wanted more um i wanted Mm. i wanted him to go a little bit more not not fully evil but you know just really bring out that villainous side that we saw in the first avengers movie like i feel like they should have leaned into that a bit more but other than that i love the book like the 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 box sequence and it was so funny just watching Brad lose his shit about to be crushed by this thing and like you don't even know what you're doing and (laughs) just it was a very it was a very well done scene um, overall Mm. like I I did enjoy it Um, yeah I don't know what do you guys think Fulia how did did the the breaking Brad scenes in the cell go for you
3: Uh, I think they're the scenes that I kind of enjoyed the most Mm. Uh, mostly because we got to see Uh, torture you like torture no (laughs) i don't like torture (laughs) no i just got i just like i liked seeing loki do what he would normally do when he was in you know avengers um Mm. and he was just being his evil self the villain that he's supposed to be and i kind of wished like you said Kendall that they leaned into it just that little bit more mm. to show us how far he could go apart from just putting him, putting this guy in like a box and shrinking it mm. um, like it's it was just really nice to see that and, and I know that how much Tom really loves you know doing that sort of stuff and you know um, he I'm sure he's having a ball of a time Whenever he gets the opportunity <laughs> to be the villain, yeah, um, and I, I think we all love to see that, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I, I, I did, I like you wanted to see more of that. Mm. Um, but overall, that particular sequence, like you, you, s- the you see the intensity where, where you you know that this thing it's a bit between. So even though Mobius is at the door telling t- Loki not to do it. You know that they're in on a plan, Mm. even though it, even though the performance looks like it's real, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so if, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I get you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's like, yeah, I just, I wish that they kind of went a little bit darker Mm. if, if, if anything, um, but otherwise, it was you know it was good um, you know seeing all that happen and uh, just getting just getting Brad to just you know cack his dacks a bit <laughs> yeah. You want
1: to see defecation?
3: <laughs> no, no, not literally. <laughs> yeah, torture, defecation. <laughs> um, just like seeing, I just liked seeing him scared that he was about to be crushed in a box. Yeah. That's-
1: that's fucked up.
3: <laughs> mm. Very much so.
1: <laughs> Fulia, may I suggest you watch some saw movies?
0: <laughs> nope. You want your torture nope. fix? I'm good. You mm-hmm. want your to- torture fix? No. Nope. i like to see people torture <laughs>
1: and and shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Mike, what did you think of um, Brad's torture? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, um, very creative. And mm. I like the aesthetic. It's just um, something that actually fits within this world. Mm, that's mm. out pretty much outside of what Marvel has done, and mm. it just fits. Uh, and when I um, <laughs> when I when I'm thinking, it's like, yeah, this Loki hasn't been that far from destroying the uh, destroying New York. Basically, that's just my Doctor Who uh, Doctor Who thing in in me. Cause, I uh, every time I every time the doc- doctor in the new season says I don't use guns, I think classic series. He uses guns <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> so, so, but you know it's whatever. Hmm. I just like the aesthetic. It's like eh, really <laughs> character work much. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like seeing Brad being tortured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's sort of the character that you want to see, like, not really get his comeuppance, but just take him down a peg or two. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Put him in a box. Literally.
0: Put him in a box. Yes. Put him in a box
1: and see how it swivels and yes. contorts.
0: Yes. Um oh, Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yes. Well, yeah. After the torture um, is successful, Um, yeah. Let's go to McDonald's. Let's go to McDonald's. Let's (laughs) let's go to Brox Broxton, Oklahoma, which um, I'm sure Mike gets the reference to where that is. Uh,
1: In Oklahoma. (laughs) Are Are you saying that's New Asgard? Yes. Originally, yes. New new Asgard in the in the comics. In the comics run.
0: New New Asgard was in Broxton. Oklahoma, So they're referencing the comics. Yes. I I like that. I think it's a cute little Easter egg. Um, But yeah, Sylvie's working at a Macca's um, in 1982, Um, you know, trying to live her life free from, you know, any, any trouble. And which I kind of really like, and I really respect the fact that, you know, she did this thing that changed literally everything. Like one of the biggest decisions most irreparable sort of damage that she could have done but she you know she did a good thing at the same time like you know these worlds then were allowed to exist and billions of people were allowed to live their lives and stuff you know even though it, it meant that Kang would be unleashed eventually um you know and he wasn't really mentioned much in this episode so that's good um but yeah yeah um it was nice to see her. Like you know, yeah, you did, you did, you did the thing that you wanted to do, and now you can just live in peace. You know, she's found her little corner of the <laughs> multiverse, and she's having her best life at McDonald's.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. I just want normalcy. <laughs> I want mundane, because she's been living in apocalypse for whatever, how many centuries?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed seeing, seeing her a lot in this episode and, um, you know, just the look, the looks on their faces, Loki and Sylvie, when they see each other, like when they walk, you know, they walk into this magazine and she's behind the counter and they, yeah, just, yeah, especially, especially Loki, like he just looks so... Just de- puppy dog de- Pu- puppy dog guy is a little bit devastated, like unsure of how to proceed because you know he's clearly never felt like this about anybody before, and um you know just whether regardless of like romantic feelings, but just I think just in general like the connection they have as two beings um even though they're the same being technically um yeah, it's just it was just very powerful the way it was all performed and i enjoyed their conversation that they had you know loki trying to convince sylvie to you know um come with him and and at least to just you know see that the tva aren't you know we're trying to preserve the timeline now like we're not trying to you know prune these branches and um you know we but we have to stop kang because he's eventually going to rear his ugly head so um yeah so i know it was i really enjoyed the the interactions here, um, and just watching Brad again panic over the fact that yeah, he he knew the whole time that they're pro- he's they, they like we're gonna die, uh, <laughs> but I'm just gonna sit here and not say anything, Uh yeah. Anyway, for the greater good, I suppose. Um, Fulia, greater you, good, greater good. for <laughs> what did you think about seeing you know Loki and Loki and Sylvie's re- like proper reunion? this week um man it's the tension
3: in the room (laughs) (laughs) could be cut with a knife Mm. um she was obviously not happy to see him at all No, and even even Loki said I know you're I'm the last person you want to see right now yeah um but it's like she found a place where she could just be happy and not be a th- you know, chased down and be, you know, her uh her life be threatened. Essentially, mm. she just wanted she just wanted a home, essentially, just in in one place. And I get that, I really do. Um, but that's not where you belong, lady. <laughs> 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 nope. Uh, no. And 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 Loki's just. I feel like he was just that there was like a little bit of fear in him as well when he, when he saw her, mm. like you could really sort of see it come through. Um, Yeah, it was, it was really interesting, but I, I knew that Sylvie wasn't going to listen to what he had to say. Yeah. I knew that she was just going to be like, look, whatever you're going to say, stop and go away. Essentially. Yeah. is what the vibe I was getting from her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, she doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. No, she doesn't want to hear it. She doesn't want anything to do with him anymore, because she knows what she's done.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But at, at the same time, I'm still wondering whether Loki knows what she's done, because because all Loki remem- all Loki knows is he got pushed out of the room in the last episode of the last season before Sylvie killed he um he, he who remains
2: and what so, happened to his remains
0: I'm the pretty he who <laughs> remains, I'm, remains I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he knows that she killed mm. him because you know that explains you know the the statue of him he came back to see and the fact that he was going when he was time slipping he was seeing and he, seeing um you know different things of Kang and and, and stuff you know yeah. so i i think he knows what she did and because I, yeah, I feel like, because, like, her pushing him out, that was the decision. Like, that was the, that was her defeating him. Like, she was on the floor killing Kang, and he was against killing Kang. Um, Sorry, yeah. He Who Remains. So, and because He Who Remains was so, he was so, like, he was happy to let the Lokis decide, you know, it was going to be up to them. And if And the fact yeah. that she beat him, I think, yeah so yeah but it's a fair question um, because you know mm. because he doesn't see what, what she did you know he uh, mm. he doesn't see it happen but um, you know but yeah but she kind of it's it, it's very interesting and I hope they ex- explore it a bit more but like how she I think she kind of sees what he did to her as a betrayal and I they kind of touched on it a little bit in the episode with the two of them talking about how mm. it all went down but but yeah um yeah, it's tough. Tension. You're yeah. right. Very tense. Mike, what did you what did you make of it all?
1: Um touching reunion. You mm. know it's probably been a <laughs> probably been a day or <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Um contextually. Um yeah, just it's a bit hard, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit hard to read of what's uh, what's their relationship uh, at this present time. Because mm. I found that. Is because it, it does end on a bit of a bummer note. And yeah. And. Don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Especially. Because no doubt. She she comes back. Because we see the ending. That she's in the TBA. And that's time travel. Baby. <laughs> Where we get to see the ending. In the first episode. And, uh, and the. And, the and, yeah, Silver, yeah, and in the beginning, and so in the in in the elevator. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there you are, <laughs> hmm. and then Loki gets pruned by Loki in the future.
3: In the because time travel.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like the aesthetic. I like period pieces. Like I said, definitely feel de- it Um, in all accounts, uh, a lot of people are saying this does feel like uh, a McDonald's in the eighties. I remember that succinctly. <laughs> yeah. Um first time yeah, so would you like to try, uh, would you like to try our new McNuggets <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and that kid. Um sure, a lot of people were speculating oh that's that's Mobius from the past. oh because yeah. I I've heard that. And I thought ah, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be but be a random person. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: In in Tucson,
0: Arizona. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jackie, <Day-Turner. laughs> Jackie
1: Daytona. Jackie <laughs> Daytona. You've got a weird accent. That's how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs>
0: anyway. Anyway, we talking about oh yeah. Yes, mm. logging. Yes. Um, yeah, and
1: Brad's and Brad's tweaking. Easily. Yeah,
0: and I just love how chill Mobius is, just eating his McDonald's. Like he's just having the. Yeah. he's just Mobius is just always living his best life. Like no matter what yeah. what the circumstances, like they could all be about to die, and he's just like, he's just the guy cool. loves pie. He loves he loves the guy pie.
1: Loves pie. Jet skis.
0: Yep. His it, it, l- little
1: memory. It's this little memory thing that keeps on triggering his yeah. happy
0: place. Yeah. It's lovely. It's really lovely. Um yeah, so basically eventually um Brad gives up the goose and and um tells God them Brad. <laughs> tells them that um, you know, that we're all probably about to die if we stay here because this timeline is about to be pruned. Uh, because General Doc says uh, the reason she's got all those Hunters with their heavy is because she was setting up home base somewhere and then just opening time doors and setting off charges to, um, to, wi- to prune timelines. Um, and, you know, she was not convinced by, by Loki and, and by Mobius and Hunter B-15 last week uh, in Episode 1 that, you know, we're all Variants, these people are all variants we can't kill them we have to they're here now we must protect them it's our job to ensure their survival and yeah she's just like nah fuck you all um
1: no one secret timeline
0: yeah one secret timeline although again like I just feel like there's it would have been I would have liked a scene of like you know of like Brad and Doc's you know revealing what not revealing what the plan was but revealing like I don't know. Just something a bit bit more to go on than, you know, they're supposed to be looking for Sylvie, but then they go, you know, they go off book and they do their own thing. I dunno. I would've liked a little bit more. But we got a little Yeah. You know, it all kinda came together and we had a little fight scene at the end and um I kinda had to giggle um when um Loki and Sylvie joined hands and Sylvie's like, don't, don't make a thing of it. Like, like it's, it's not a big deal. Um, so I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, seeing them, you know, use their shared power again was, was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they, they took care of the, the rogue hunters pretty damn quickly. Um, but not before it was too late. Um, and billions of People died, and it was just, yeah, I don't know. Like the show really tried to make you think, make you feel like mm. the gravitas of that situation, because they kept lingering on everyone's faces, and they kept going back to that like hub in the TVA where they're all staring at the main monitor, and you see all the branches disappearing. And mm. but it didn't fully, it didn't fully get the right emotional response from me, because I, I don't know. I don't know. Just this episode, I don't know if it's the pacing as well. Might have been a bit off, or like I, I, I don't know. But that's that's just me. It didn't fully work for me, but I appreciate what they're doing, and it still fucking sucks because they lost. In it, essentially, like they, they, they stopped. You know, they stopped them from pruning anymore. But it was you know, they'd already made a pretty fucking big dent. Um, <laughs> yeah. So mm. yeah, um, yeah. Um, anyway, um, Foley, what did you think about the like the climax, the bit of fighting we got, and the, the harrowing ending?
3: Yeah, like uh, I feel like they may have gotten there a bit too late, um, and <laughs> even though I mean, it was like
1: quick, <laughs> <laughs> tell us, Brad. Okay, we're here. Okay,
3: yeah, <laughs> we're in this. Scene. Uh, yeah, it was. It yeah, it was just. Um, it was just interesting, the timing of it all. And then uh, the fact that they started trying to close down these time doors so that they don't prune any more of those branches of the timelines. Uh, but, you know, what what's done was done. And they couldn't really stop it in time from happening to all of them. Um, yeah, it was just like... It was. It was also interesting to to see that General Docs was just like the one operating this whole thing and getting rid of every getting rid of all of the extra branches. And then you sort of think about it from you know like B fifteen's point of view. And You're like, that's that's people that have had that are having their own life, maybe on a different timeline, but it's still a life. Mm. You yeah. Know? Why can't you just let them live it out? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. It's just a different timeline. That's all. Um, but yeah, it was it was really um, it was very sad to see all those branches be you know destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but in terms of the impact of it all, I kind of like on the same page as you, Kendall, and the fact that it didn't really hit as hard as what they were expecting it to. Mm. Um, but, I don't know, maybe we'll see the impact of it more so in the next episode, maybe.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think we will. So
3: we'll see. I, th- I feel like it's it more affected Sylvie more than anyone else.
0: Yeah, um, especially because, like, you know... All she, from her perspective, it just helped to further her argument of the TVA is bad. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. that. But I do. I do really like the fact that the way they made it look like she wasn't gonna come, and then she did. Um, only. Yeah. F- only then for her to see. Yeah. Uh, what you know the the consequences of of what happened. And, yeah. Yeah. So hmm. yeah, there'll definitely be some heavy repercussions next week. Yep. That's for sure. Um, Michael. Or ha- maybe not. Or, may- or maybe not. Yeah, maybe we'll just move on. Move right ahead onto the next thing. Mm.
1: Because this is what uh, the sort of thing that Loki was w- worried. Because Sylvie made the branches, basically, where mm-hmm. where everyone gets free will. Will and when you do that, all the different branches happen, and mm-hmm. that could cause multiple kangs. Um and now that they're pruned it's like maybe no more kings. Um yeah so it's I'm I'm believing that's that that's what they were trying to do with the conundrum like at the end of the previous season I was like well if we do this then this happens but if we do this then what's really the point there's no there's no free will there's, it's, there's only destiny and I don't believe in destiny you know all This stuff, nothing is pre, uh, if you believe, all your actions are preordained and everything like that. And yeah, it just didn't really work in this episode because you had to, <laughs> uh, well, I had to sit down and really think, it's like, what is this episode? <laughs> it's like, and then we're back to what happens. Um, mm. but there's still one branch and it's still Oklahoma McDonald's, and so because <laughs> Sylvie goes back. Yeah. Um and after that, uh they need to sort out the the big congestion problem in the in the time loom.
0: Yes, cuz that's the other thing that's that's been going on is the fact that um you know, poor OB's trying to fix the 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 loom and is running into a plethora of problems. Um and um I, one of my other favorite scenes in this episode was um <laughs> Him and Casey. Casey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so, so good just seeing the two of them. Uh, Seeing Casey just immediately fanboy. Like, I just, yeah, the fact that OB's like, we're all going to die. Oh, nice to meet you. (laughs) I just, it was just, it was just matter effectively. Yeah, Mm. it was just just so good. Like, Casey's like, can you sign my guidebook? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just, it was so beautiful, it was so adorable and um yeah, I hope we get more scenes of the two of them um together. I feel like we will because that, that seemed to be setting up a sort of a duo with, you know, Casey's knowledge of the the guidebook and the handbook and um yeah. whatever tech stuff he knows. Can I just say Yes In this
3: season Casey seems to be a bit more smarter than what we got from the last season. <laughs>
1: He's more of, an, uh, more of an established character because, yeah, he's from more, the previous... He's more,
3: aware, he's more aware of what's happening and he's got more knowledge compared to what we got in the last season where he was all jittery and scared and, like, more of a desk... Like, <laughs> doing a desk job of, like, really boring stuff. And I... now we're getting him seeing, seeing the, the, the... What is it? The temp temp pad? The yeah the time pad yeah. yeah temp pad yeah the temp pad and see saying like oh no this does this thing's not tracking anything type stuff and i'm mm. just like wait how do you know
1: <laughs> he's read he's read the book
3: <laughs> yes apparently yeah. he's read the guidebook from yeah. start to finish
1: <laughs> how you think casey is the big bad for this season <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Go for, yeah.
1: Go for a loop. Maybe he's uh, uh maybe he is the um variant of of Kang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he is.
1: I suppose yeah, if I'm going to jump off this. Mm. Um cuz I still think Obi's got a lot more going on that's sort of i'm sort of thinking well if he's written the the handbook and he knows how to fix things and they say that he's the only one that hasn't that hasn't had his mind mind erased maybe it has because i don't know maybe he's also part of it as well like he created miss minutes he he he's meant mm. to be the um, the the one who remains, but Kang decided like, well, this is mine now. Mm. But who knows? There's a, there's a lot more behind 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 Obi. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. But he's the big bad.
0: <laughs> mm. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I like I like um yeah I like the idea that he's maybe yeah there's there's something else it's, we don't it's, know. It's got, mm. Yeah, um, he's
1: he's just secretly eating eating all all the
0: bagels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh great. Um, is that your theory, Mike, or what was your your theory? Have you have you mentioned your theory oh, yet?
1: Um, well, in the <clears throat> in this show, when OB couldn't get um couldn't get out to fix fix the, the fix the loom. Mm. He said uh, the only person who – it it, it can only open by the person who, like, made it and created it, and and that is um, uh, Kang and the one who – the the he who remains. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm thinking, well, they need, like, a Kang variant, and that will be Victor Timely. So probably this week we'll be going back in time. To to visit Mr. Mis- Mr. Mr. Guy himself, and we will see that scene in. What's that scene where? Where we see a little bit of. Um, the end uh, of Loki.
0: The end of Quantum Mania. End of Quantum Mania. Yeah, you get to
1: see Victor Timely.
0: Yeah, the best part of the movie. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I joke. It's fine. Um. Yeah. No. Okay. I like that. That makes. Yeah, that makes sense. So they need.
1: So they need the guy who hasn't invented it yet to reassemble it, mm. or to open the door. So it is very Back to the Future.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. to go back in time to Doc before he invents the time machine <laughs> to help fix the time machine to get him back.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Because it's all in a loop, and and also it's um oh, what's. Bootstrap theory, where everything it, everything that is already been invented, it's just the creator has to see it to create it. And it keeps on going. Yeah. Everything's a loop. Everything's Ouroboros. Everything yes. is Mobius. Yes. Everything is loopy. Loopy, <laughs> loopy, loopy, loopy. Wibbly, wobbly, timey, whammy.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, just, like,
1: just like Doctor Who... Uh, just like the doctor is Mozart <laughs> that's a future episode for you Kendall
0: oh anyway nice <laughs> nice um yeah and perhaps we'll see or is you. it Beethoven I can't remember
1: yeah I think it's Beethoven sorry
0: that's all right I'll let you know oh, but you'll probably get there before guy. I do some guy um no nah. we'll we'll probably... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a
2: while.
0: It's It'll a while. be a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um yeah. so hopefully
1: you'll forget what I just said and you say,
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> so yes, um yeah, we might actually finally get to see what the hell uh Renslayer's been doing. Um mm. and Miss Minutes, you know, as well. So that's um yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be good it's gonna be good i'm i'm looking forward to where this is going like i like that's i feel like i remember that was one of the things we used to say when we talked about the first season when it was airing Is like we genuinely don't know in what direction this is headed and i've got at least for this show so far i've got the same feeling i don't know where it's going um and Hmm. i and i really really like that um i'm happy to be surprised yeah same same here um cool uh i don't have anything else left to say do you guys have any final remarks
1: no. Uh,
3: I just like the fact that they that Loki mentioned the gave the Avengers reference. That was yeah. just hilarious. it was funny.
0: <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that time remember like... when I
1: did this thing? <laughs> yeah. You mean the the second your second appearance? Yeah. I get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you haven't done much, have you? Which is weird because your hairline's receding anyway,
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting shorter. Yeah, God damn it. I just yeah, I saw some fa- some fan out someone like gay- like took a picture and like like made a digital art version of a picture of him from this season and but gave him like the long like dark world hair, and I'm just like, oh god damn, we're missing out. <laughs> god damn it. It's such a look, but anyway, yeah. I- I'll take. I'll but take... now
1: Tom Hiddleston is being very prima donna. It's like I can grow my own hair.
0: <laughs> I can't grow it fast mm. enough, but it's okay. <laughs> they love me, and it's fine. Yeah, I'm like yes, yes, we do, Tom. It's okay.
1: We there for- we go. We- we that's, the he- that's the one thing. That's the one thing is dying, and is Loki's hair. Oh God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. I say yes. I say, we wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. That was our thoughts on episode two of Loki season two, Breaking Brad. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for watching and listening if you are doing so. We appreciate it very much. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode three of Loki mm. um, yes. when that comes out. So, yeah. Looking forward to it. And then we'll be halfway already because these goddamn seasons are only six episodes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> ah. You know, just blame
1: the showrunner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it wait. It doesn't have one. <laughs>
0: doesn't have one. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Anyway. It's, whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie doodle. It's fine. Uh, that's popcorn culture. Cross-cutting
1: cut, cross cut measures uh, stifles creativity. Anyway.
0: Yeah. I don't, don't know what happened. Um, but yes, we're we're done. That's it. It's over. No more show to be shown. It's time to go home mm. uh, to where we already are. So, and, and that, 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 that was our podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you'd like to listen to the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. No more Google if, Podcasts.
3: <laughs> if you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to like the video, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content. And if you're watching us live over on Twitch, please give us a follow, twitch.tv forward slash Twitch. Yes.
0: yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson.
3: I've been a Fredo
1: Fenton. And uh, I've been the slayer Miss Minutes, Michael Lister. And, <laughs> and, and
0: you <laughs> you've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast. called Cold. 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 Fred. Remember
1: to eat a bit. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the Doctor is in, and... Oh, we're not going to watch anything in in the coming years because, you know, the trailers were so bad, weren't they? Yes, yes,
0: they're all bad. (laughs) All, all bad. All bad. Um, All bad. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. (laughs) Please do. Most important. Thank you for watching and listening. Later, skaters.
1: Later. And And and
2: see. see.